Hello and welcome everyone to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 23, and on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about episode 4 of Steven Universe, Together Breakfast. My name is Ken Davis, and joining me today, as always, are... I'm GC13. I'm Dakota. And I'm Hunter. And I am back. The gang's all here again. But Together Breakfast is an episode that is very near and dear to my heart because it is the first episode of Steven Universe I ever saw. And I don't like this episode. You don't like this episode? It's kind of rough as the first episode because you're wondering, you know, what the heck's going on here? Who is he waiting for? And then Garnet shows up. Why is he so excited to see her when she obviously doesn't care about him? And then it gets hilarious when she says, I have to burn this too. And then you want to keep watching just to find out what's going on. So at this point, were you still all over the bird mom train? Or when did you jump on the bird mom train? By the time I had watched the show enough to have a favorite character... Pearl was, Pearl was clearly that character. I relate to her the most. Even though after her regeneration in Steven the Swordfighter, she seems to have changed in personality somewhat, it, she still hasn't changed enough to, you know, overwrite, you know, the, the core of who she is. So, okay, what did you think of it, Hunter? It's a good episode. Um, I haven't watched it today yet. Hunter, what did you stay up to this morning? <laughs> um, but uh, from what I'm looking at, yeah, this is the first time we see the innards, like a, a close look at the innards of the temple. It was our only look for a while. Yeah, and so for like a, an episode, that's pretty good that they reveal that much. Um, like that must have been something really special at the time. Oh yeah, I mean, again, it's so early in the series, we we didn't even know how special it was until the series, you know, went on for a while, and then we don't see the temple for quite some time, and then in Secret Team, we get to see the inside of the temple again, but it's the same rooms. Yep, but we also get to see Amethyst as a police officer who doesn't play by the rules. Normally when gems transform, they keep the same color scheme with the exception of Steven. But when Amethyst was that cop, she had a brown mustache. Her mustache is brown. I don't know if that was an animation error or hmm. if we can take that as evidence that the gems just happen to prefer their color schemes. Oh, I want I want us to notice something. People very often times don't like Pearl because they say she's quote unquote stuck up and like has this certain attitude about her. And I was always like, nah, Pearl, nah, she's she's got a, she's got some. No, that's, that doesn't sound like Pearl. But then in this episode, I see uh, she's like, oh, what's the matter, Steven? Steven's like, oh, I, I made this breakfast. I want us to be together, eat this breakfast together. And, you know, everybody keeps saying she's just like leaving. That's nice. Oh, yes. That's, that's inter- very interesting, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Stephen. <laughs> Jeez, Pearl. <laughs> I mean, you can't really blame her. Everybody else is ditching him, too. I can totally blame her. That's a 100% blame. Yeah, Pearl's just being rude. You know. Pearl's being rude. You know, when we recorded for Cheeseburger Backpack, I said that Together Breakfast really didn't continue with the mystery of what the heck happened with the lore, and I uh, realized that was kind of unfair of me to say, because it may not be about what happened to Gemkind, you know, on Earth as a whole, but that scroll is, or was and is, a mystery to us. That maybe they don't tell us exactly what, what the scroll was in the future, but I would really like to see something similar to it, so we can be like, oh, the, the scroll was kind of like this kind of a thing. Just like with the desert glass, once Lapis in the mirror showed up, we were able to say, oh, maybe the desert glass was a gem being used to power a magical artifact, just like Lapis. 
we haven't talked about the comics yet, but under the second or the third issue, there is a story where the gems travel to this island and defeat this big crater-like gem that has this, like, rainbow fog-colored body. I think that's the first issue. Give me one moment. I'm gonna go grab them. I can't remember which was the bike race and which was the monster. If any, I don't know if any of you uh, were as dumb as me, but me and my friend Shelby, we were just hanging out. He's like, hey, Hunter. I'm like, yeah, what? We should make together breakfast. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a delicious, tasty, and nutritious <laughs> meal that we could enjoy together. And uh, we made it. We got some waffles. We got some syrup. We got some whipped cream. We got some popcorn. And we got a single strawberry. And I took a big old heaping bite, and it was the worst thing I'd ever put in my mouth. How could it be bad? It's just a waffle, though. Like, it's a waffle with whipped cream. You, if you if you mix waffle and whip, whipped cream with popcorn, not good. I mean, maybe maybe if they sold bagged popcorn with no butter, it would be better. But and then you look at like Steve, like Stephen, he's holding this and he's like taking this on his travel, and that that syrup and whipped cream is just sort of settling yeah. in <laughs> yeah. for about fifteen minutes. That's that's not a good breakfast. It's 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 good that they ordered pizza. It goes underwater. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought he, I thought the he kept worst. it above water the whole time. I'm actually watching that part right now. Um, yeah, he's, yep, he did. And I will say that it was the first comic. It was the very first story, actually. Okay, okay. And I said I had two thoughts. I forgot what the other one was, but I think that's interesting. I don't think that was a gem, whatever that scroll thing was, but I think it was definitely an interesting artifact. And gems have all sorts of cool stuff. I mean, I guess the crew is really in a tough place because. A lot of what makes the gems interesting is the fact that we know nothing about them, but, you know, kind of holding them above our head like that for the entire series is a bit mean, so they have to find a way to fill in those blanks with stuff that's as cool as our unrestricted imaginations, and that's no easy task. I don't know if you guys have ever read the manga Bakuman, but it's about these two kids who decide to become manga artists. One is the artist and one is the writer. And there is a story arc where they talk about this writing device where you include things that aren't really interesting or actually relevant to the story. And then you come back later on and use those um, as some kind of foreshadowing to get your readers interested. So, like, maybe you had a throwaway character early on who drops Uh. a mask somewhere. That mask comes into play later on. I'm not saying that, like, the writing for Steven Universe is thoughtless, but I think that a lot of these little tidbits we're getting, they're putting them in there, and a lot of them aren't actually meant to go anywhere. But when they do, we're going to be able to get excited and say, oh my gosh, it's so cool, I remember when they hinted at that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm no professional writer, but I, I have written enough fiction to know that it's really, really fun to just toss stuff in and be like, ah, I'll figure it out later and it'll be so cool. I mean, that's just how the creative process works. I know that the crew has forethought a lot of really important elements of the show, but I think a lot of the minor stuff could possibly be like that. I mean, we know that gem fusion and we know a lot of the things about the series were like set in stone before the first episode even aired. Like Garnet being a fusion, yeah. But as a writer, it's just too hard to come in and try to say, okay, I'm going to make this super complicated setting all in stone. You just have to make the parts that are important at the time, leave yourself enough plot hooks that you can pull on when you need, and um, well, I hope that they pull on the scroll plot hook at some point. I want to find out what that ends up having been. And Rebecca actually said in her AMA that they have a general idea about how they want the series to end, but it's like loose so that they can change it if they want to. I think we can also take that as evidence that like they probably have a lot of things hashed out, but not everything is set in stone. Yeah, and that's that's really the best way to write. You got to leave yourself open because you're 
as the writer, you're probably living in this world for years. You're gonna you're gonna improve on it. It's just you can't not improve it's it. True. But like, like I said, I'm just I'm just hoping like heck that we see something similar to the scroll that we can generalize and say, oh, scroll must have been like that. I'd also like to point out um, there's that small little tidbit uh, as Stephen is sliding down that heart where we see Rose's room. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So. Oh, this isn't so bad. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I remembered what my other thing was. It was about the gem, the desert class. I can't remember the name of the episode, but I was watching the episode with the desert class just on Saturday, and I remember Amethyst saying, my kill, my keep. So I don't think that the desert class was like a lapis lazuli situation, because they killed something to get the desert class. I... <sighs> See, the way I always interpret it is it as she's the one who removed it from contact with the desert, therefore she effectively killed it. That was my second thought upon, like, later on. I was thinking, well, that's true too, because uh, Pearl does say if it lands back on the desert, it's going to reform itself. So that's also possible. But then, like, I think there's also a question of, like, so you think that if Lapis's mirror had gotten into the ocean, she would have been able to control the water from the mirror? I don't think so. I think that each artifact can only do, you know, it, it has some magic binding it, so it can only do what the gems who made it wanted it to do. The desert glass has to make a fortress. The magic mirror had to show what it's seen. Maybe. That is that is my hypothesis, if I may mm-hmm. abuse the term slightly. That's acceptable for now. Steven was super annoying in this episode. Super was super he? dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see I can see that. Counterpoint though, if you were Steven and it was your first time being in the temple, would you not also be incredibly excited? Okay, so you can say I would be excited, sure. I wouldn't do the stupid things he did. I totally understand this. No, I totally understand this. Like, Garnet is trying to do some serious stuff here that has, like, some fate of the world is in the balance stuff going on. And Steven's like, oh, I want to eat breakfast. Shut up, Steven! Yeah, I know. We have responsibilities! Jesus. Yeah, it was super, super aggravating. And it would be one thing if he was just ignorant, but Garnet turns to him and says, Steven, stop. This is serious. And he's just, like, ignoring her. Like, what? You want me to continue coming over to you? No, Steven. No. Absolutely unacceptable. One million years dungeon, or at least 1,000 years no TV? Also, Pearl was being rude. I don't... I, bad episode. Steven sucks. Pearl sucks. God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the show's terrible. So that justifies Steven's reaction because he brought them closer and made everyone less of an awful person and or gem. Oh, no. I think next week when we talk about Frybo, we're going to have another Steven's a real thicky kind of an episode. I hate that episode. That is like the weakest oh. episode in the series for me, Frybo. Oh, sweet jeez. Steven, didn't you hear what I said about the living? armor and infantries and many many deaths <laughs> no, no it doesn't seem I say, however I love Pearl's reaction there she's just like ah, pulls it out and does the ballerina thing the terrible look on her face she, she's like ah, I guess I have to put an end to this foolishness I mean gemming ain't easy did you guys see that fan art that someone drew with Steven with his uh, various cat gem or cat Pokemon he had like a um, uh, Pyroar and he had an Esper and he had the um, that fire Pokemon as Centipedal. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, you know, now that Ken, now that Ken says it, I don't think I like this episode. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm persuasive. I like, I like it. Ken's just infecting everybody with this cynicism. This is what you hipsters do. Soon we're all gonna be in love with Shirt Club. It's gonna happen. Oh, I never, I never had anything against Shirt Club to begin with. So you invade a good thing and you spread. Ugh, it's not very good. And then everyone's like, "Oh, you're right." <laughs>
And then the hunters of the world decide that they don't like the episode. Are you proud yes. of yourself, Ken? Yeah. I think I've made it very clear that I'm proud of myself. Your mother is not proud of you. I, I liked when somebody pointed out that when Pearl is doing the, on the Together Breakfast, she's doing the syrup at the end. She just very deftly makes a crystal gem star out of the syrup stream. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, she hold does. On. Let me, she let me for serious does that. I'm right at that part. Hold on. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Are you back? On the side of truth and justice, Hunter? You bet I am! This is the best episode ever! No! Ah, oh, best track NA. Take that, Ken! <laughs> oh, yeah! Yeah, screw you, Ken! This is a good episode! <laughs> You're like okay, Cowboys whatever. fan. You guys can be the one if you want reference. to be. <laughs> Welcome back to the side of justice, Hunter. Feels good. And the crystal gem way. Would you say it's cool? Would you say it's hot? Like a frozen sun? Are you young and fast? Are you the chosen one? Are you the American dragon? He's gonna stop his enemies with his dragon power. Dragon teeth, dragon hair, burning dragon fire. A real, real live wire. wire. American dragon. Yep, uh, when's, when's that album drop, you guys? I don't know. Let's see Let's see the fans and how they interact with it. If not, then I'll just... Hottest album in Delmarva. But I'm um, telling you, it was really funny when I first watched this episode. You know when Steven comes down the... When he makes the jump in the air, in the room with the floating chunks of rock and he has to maneuver the plate underneath the together breakfast as it falls onto the plate? Right after he did that, I said, skill! And then Steven immediately <laughs> after said, skills! And I'm like, oh, heck yeah! I think that's what really sold the series for me. Yeah, Steven really gets where I'm coming from. Yeah, he understands everybody, though. He's, he's just a people person, I guess, or a people jerson. What would be the term for a gem person? I mean, I guess it would be a jerson, since Sturson is a I think he's a just a gem person. and a person, and like there's a, like dual identities. And a conversation? Is, is, is he also a conversation? No, he just is not. Experience? Savani is the conversation. Did we did we cover that episode? No, I no that was we started with episode forty, and that was I want to say thirty-seven. Okay, because man, that's an episode I'd love to do. I love that is my favorite. Ep no, it's not my favorite episode, but it's one of my favorite. And Stevani is my favorite gem. I think that there's just so many layers to that episode, and like so many ways to interpret it. It's it's just a really good commentary on a lot of different things. It's not just going in one direction. It was sort of a fever dream of an episode. It was like it was. It was a bit of an experience, like just everything about it was a little off, and I loved it. But that's why it's always Kevin time. The, epi the episode itself was an allegory for the experience, man. The, uh, the quote-unquote experience. Okay, everybody, we will see you all next week. I'm GC13. I'm Dakota. I'm Ken. And I'm ready for bed again. This episode was bad. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and there goes uh. Ken, off into the distance. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening. Guess who's back? Back again. Dakota's back.
tell a gem. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Ow! Ow! Light is a monster, because nobody wants to see Steven no more. They want Garnet. He's chopped liver. If you want Garnet, this is what I'll give you. A little bit of ruby mixed with some sapphires and pearl to jumpstart your heart, even though amethyst is the best. Yeah, that's that. Drops mic. I have so many swags, you guys. You don't understand. It's like, I don't even have anywhere to put all of these swags. I just stuff them under doors and hope that I have enough room for my swags.